Hello, hello. This is Nubian Queens Podcast and welcome. I'm your host, Yolanda Mitchell, and I have a very special guest today. And we are wanting to welcome back on our podcast is Carisha Nubi. Last podcast we had with her, we were talking about mental wellness. Well, today we're going to be talking about it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to say that you're not okay. And this is dealing with mental wellness. This is dealing with with mental problems and issues and just admitting to yourself that, hey, I'm not okay. Mentally, I'm not okay. And it's okay to say that you're not okay. And so today is our podcast and we're going to jump on that topic today. Hey, Carisha Newby. Hey, sis. How are you doing today? <laughs> hey, Miss Yolanda. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's always a pleasure to be with you. I just enjoy um, just the camaraderie and the relationship. So I'm doing good. I know. I'm so excited about this thing when you gave me the topic um, last week, it's okay to say you're not okay. It's like, it's so freeing. Like, you know, you know, you just want to be okay with saying that you're not okay instead of being perfect all the time, being good mm. all the time, you know, being people that's in these certain positions. And, you know, it gives you that freedom to just say, I'm not okay. I need help, you know, and I'm, I'm just, I just love the topic. That topic altogether is freeing. It just sets you free. It sets your mind free. And it's like, oh my goodness, that somebody else is saying that I'm not okay, you know, and, and, I'm, and I don't, and I don't feel bad or ashamed about it. So I am, I am so excited about this, but before we get started, I want you to talk to the listeners who you are, um, talk about your book a little bit, and how do we get on this topic today? How do we go on this topic? <laughs> so I'm gonna open the floor for you and let you go in. Okay, <laughs> you're so funny, Mr. Longman. <laughs> you're so savvy with your openings. <laughs> but um, yeah, so you know, you. recently I had the book. Well, let me back up. Let me introduce myself. Good, good, good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. I'm Carisha Newby. Um, I am a mental health consultant and I um, provide coaching services and um, mental health consulting for childcare providers, parents, teachers, or anybody who have a vested interest um, in the well-being of children. So that's what I do professionally. Um, just day to day, you know, I just, my, I think my life's sermon <laughs> would be um, just be well. Whatever it is that you're doing, be well. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Right. Bringing stress and anxiety to your life, don't do it. But um, yeah, I just recently released a book in January. And honestly, the book was birthed through mm -hmm. uh, journaling experiences. Because I, you know, I had a very young mom and um, she, you know, she was, she was young. And so she didn't have certain skills um, sit, to sit down and talk with us about our feelings. And so I grew up internalizing, you know, my emotions. And so mm -hmm. the outcome of that was that I experienced a lot of anxiety and depression. Mm. And so um, I learned to journal at a very early age. I would just write things down. And so journaling stayed with me throughout my life. And so, um, you know, I became a Christian and then I would journal my prayers. You know, I didn't mm -hmm. have the words to articulate um, to God. I would hear people say, oh, just pray about it, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, right. I really don't know how to pray. So, you know, the journey mm -hmm. experience really helped me to articulate my thoughts and my feelings. So that's how the book came about. Wow. I, you know what? I, I, before we get on the part about it's okay not to be okay. When you say that I just did not know how to pray, and I want I want I want to ask you this question: okay. If someone comes to you and they say, "I do not know how to pray," is there a particular way to pray? Um, um, give me like your your um, perspective, what you think of how do you pray? Because we have a lot of people that say. 
well, I don't know how to pray. I don't pray in front of people. I don't know what to pray. I don't know what to say, you know, and, you know, I just don't know what to do, you know. So in, in your, before we get started, in your, in your thoughts, what are, are, are the ways that you, that you take out your time to pray when you're praying to God? How do you go about doing it? Is there a, like an outline or is there a way that, you know, you started out? Is, is the way that you do it? Give us your idea. Give us your take on that. Yeah, absolutely. So just in short, you know, Jesus lays out the formula for prayer. Right. Father who art in heaven. For mm-hmm. me, you know, it's simply just praying what's in my heart. And my prayers aren't always peaches and cream it's god i don't really want to do this or you know this Mm -hmm. person is really starting to irk me so Mm -hmm. this is really just talking to god and praying Mm -hmm. what's in your heart and you can say to god i don't know Mm -hmm. what to say you can start there i don't know what to say i I talked to you in a whole week and right yeah yeah Yep, that's 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 it in short for me. There is no profound <laughs> way to put it other than to just say what's in your heart. Right. Right. I, I, I um I was a part of um this um this ministry and I, I think I think I'm I, I think they call it the Acts Acts of Prayer A C T S I think and I wanna say it's I may be getting this wrong, but I think it's like acknowledging God, um, confessing, confessing your sins. Um, oh my goodness, I'm just, I just, just forgot. But it's in um, testimony or, or, um, I'm have to, I'm have to Google it. But I know there, there was, there is like a, a outline or formula that it was trying to teach. They taught us how to go about doing. It. But my main thing is, is you know, is just giving accolades to God, just saying you are yeah. God, you are Alpha and Omega, the beginning, yeah. the end, the first and last. You are the great I am. You are the all knowing, all seeing God. You are the God who makes no mistakes. You are the God that can do anything but fail. You are Jehovah Shalom. You are, you know, God of peace. You know, I, I go into those different names of God and and just say how he's been a burden bearer, your heart fixer, a mind regulator. I go through her and I go through the whole thing and, and just whatever he's been to me you know whatever he is and whatever you know the different names in the bible i go through all of that and just and i just start telling him thank you and just you know just um being appreciative and and then you know when that time come then i'll start you know um you know asking him to forgive my sins and then i'll you know start giving my petition making my petition known and and you know i'm not go back and tell him thank you again for answering the prayers that even yeah. even if they're not already answered but i go through all of that and i know it sounds like it's, it sounds long and but that's that's my um I, I call it a ritual i don't know if that's you know should be a word i should be saying but that's how i that's how i do it and sometimes I just go into a place where I just continuously just tell them thank you. Just just thank you. Like a lot of times, you know, um, like you said, it's been a whole week. You ain't prayed. You ain't prayed in the whole entire week. And now you're coming to God and you're just asking for stuff and just wanting stuff. You know, what about just coming to him and just tell him how good he is and good it's just it, you know how good he is and god if you don't do anything else you've done enough and you woke me up this morning open up my eyes and i know i'm going through a lot right now but god this stuff that you've done it's it's it's, it's good and i don't want to come to you complaining and you know um but god i gotta tell you i'm going through something um i just gotta tell you this is this is hard for me i, I can't deal with this it's, um it just I want that freedom to just go to God. Like you said, I just go to him. That's that's the way I go to him. And there's no, because a lot of times we feel like we can't go to God. We can't pray because we don't know how to pray because we don't pray like this person. We don't pray like that person. We go to church and we hear how people pray and they have all these scriptures and these big old words. And if you know one scripture, God, Jesus wept. You know, if you know, if you know, you know, uh, our father, which are in heaven, if that's the only one that, you know, you know, hey, utilize that, you know, those scriptures and things like that and just keep going and don't try to pray and be like everybody else. Do it how God gives you have a relationship with him and just think if someone was to come to you. How would you want them to come to you? And especially when they want something, you know, you wouldn't just come to you and just say, hey, you got twenty five dollars and you ain't seen them. In- 
hurting them in a week, haven't heard from them in a month or a year, mm-hmm. and now they wanted money. You know, it's like, wait a minute, hold on. First of all, we hadn't even talked in so long, and then now you're wanting something. How about just, you know, just greeting me? How about just having a let's just have a conversation? Maybe I have a word for you. You know, it's a lot of times, and then a lot of times, like for myself, I've done this many times. I started out praying. I don't know why we're on this topic, but I, we, mm-hmm. we're going to get on to the to the great, to the good part. But no, you. Um, I'll, I'll start. Um, I was. I'll pray. Said I need to say, and I get up, just be done with the prayer. I ain't heard from God. I ain't sat back and waited for Him to tell me something to give me instructions. Don't know if He, you know, if He's going to tell me if He don't fix it or not, and none of that, you know, or or what should I do? Meanwhile, I'm waiting. You know, I just pray my little prayer and keep right on going. We miss the mark. We're busy praying, but we don't take out the time to just say, God, what do you have to say? God, did I miss something? If, 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 if Is there anything I need to be doing? We don't sit back and wait for God to answer. We just go on by our business. And I, I do that. And I have done that. And I have recently did that, you know, just pray and just, you know, God, I thank you, God. Father, I praise you. I give you, I worship you. And okay, didn't say that no time to just say, okay, God. What's my next step? What's my next move? You know, I just get on up and just keep on going. But I learned um, to just definitely cut um, throughout the day. Just say, God, is this right? Is this accurate? Is, does this make sense? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? You know, and just making sure I'm doing, I'm in his will. And if it doesn't seem like a feel right, or for, you know, I just, I just, you know, don't do it. So I just I just had to ask that question since we was on the topic about prayer, you know, um, and that's another thing you do when you're talking about, you know, um, it's okay not to be okay. And when you when you when you go to the father and tell him, God, I'm not okay, Daddy, I'm not okay, you know, and knowing who to go to and who you can go to to express that. To, you know, to to people and let them know that you're not okay because you can't go to everybody and say I'm not okay. You know, um, and I, you know we're saying we're not okay. Not that we want a pity party. We don't want a pity party. We just want people to understand that I'm not okay. Pray for me. You know I'm not okay. You know that you can't help me in any way. Don't gossip about me. Pray for me because that's what I need at this point. I need prayer. And that is the foundation. That's what's going to help us take take those issues and those problems to God. So yeah. that's prob- that's why God had us go to that part about prayer. It yeah. tied in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's definitely a big part of, you know, because obviously we're serving the body. We're serving a lot of people and we're all mm-hmm. at different levels in our prayer life. And so if a person comes to me who doesn't know how to pray, mm-hmm. I'll automatically assume that they don't know all the rituals, you know, right. what I mean? of right. you know, calling God by all his names. And so right. I, I, we can give people a layout, but I think just, you know, the people who are coming who don't understand prayer, it's like, okay, now you have this, you have entered into this unconditional regard, you know, this unconditional relationship with the Father who loves you, right? When I came mm-hmm. into the faith, my, I knew my dad, but we did not have mm-hmm. a relationship like that. So it was hard for me to relate to God as father right so i right, like yes. to relate to him as almost like my therapist so right. i talked to him <laughs> not like mm-hmm. my therapist because i knew he was god and he was holy and you know he's omnipresent but i i did not relate to him as father yet so i had to say i don't know what to say but i'm here right right and so a lot of that came through uh, just journaling, um, yeah, and just writing down, you know, what I felt in my heart. Can you help me to pray? You know, what do I need to pray for? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you are absolutely yeah. right. <laughs> there is a, a format and a formula, but until we can get to that place of logistically praying, uh, I think, you know, just... It, because if somebody doesn't know how to pray, then obviously, you know, they don't really know much about prayer and 
you know, talking to the father. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's, um, yeah, that, that is, that is, that is something and knowing who to go to, yeah. um, and when to go to them and just say, Hey, um, I just want to come for myself and, and daddy, I don't know, you know, how to pray. So, but still come to him in the in the best way, in the best manner that you know how. Because they say, come as a, come to him as a little child, bold, but just but get humble. A child comes to the father, come to daddy because he understands that daddy, you have everything that I need in some. You know, I'm humble because I'm not, you know, acting as if oh you're gonna give it to me or you know whatever you know the case is. But I'm I'm bold because I know you got everything. You got everything, God. I, I'm I'm certain that you have everything that I need in some. So uh, I'm I'm coming to you because I, I know. That, that you have it so yeah i um i um you know wanted to, to have you to come back to this podcast yeah. because i wanted us to get on that topic about it's okay not to be okay last podcast was so awesome it was so good that mm-hmm. i i definitely wanted us to to get to tap into that yeah. you know how do, yeah. how do we get to that place where we say it's okay not to be okay you know how do we get to that place where we just we we tell people that or we tell ourselves that it's okay not to be okay you know um well because i think as a yeah well i'm you know i think especially as adults like i do a lot of teaching that to children and so sometimes i'm surprised when i you know go into a classroom and children are using the tools that i've taught them you know Mm -hmm. saying things like are you okay? I see that you're uh-huh. crying. Yeah, we teach kids to um, label their emotions, and we teach okay. them. Okay. Yeah, we teach them to look at other people, which is called perspective taking. You look at somebody mm-hmm. else, and you know if they're sad or they're mad. You know, you wonder mm-hmm. how they're feeling, or right. you have to be able to look at somebody else's perspective based off of whatever mm. it was that has happened. Because a lot of what we do especially with children is we shut them down and we shut down oh. their emotions what you're crying for you don't have anything to cry about you shouldn't oh, be mad yes. but they should because they're their emotions mm. so what i teach kids is what to do with their emotions when oh feeling, yes yeah when you're feeling this kind of way you know it could be anger, it could be sadness, it could be fear. We talk about mm-hmm. the emotion, we talk about what what triggered it, mm-hmm. um, and we talk about what to do with it. And we talk about who to go to, who can you talk to? Oh, I can right. talk to my friend Jimmy. Okay, well, if Jimmy is playing with Sarah and Jessica, then who else can you talk to? I can talk to my teacher. So if we start teaching that kind of stuff at a young age, when we become adults, it's much easier. But what Mm -hmm. I found, even in my own circle, in my own life, um, you know, people don't have their safe space and their safe people that they can go to because, yeah, because they've learned that you're just going to invalidate my emotions mm. which invalidates who i am and so right. people don't wow. really know we got this thing that we say now yolanda mm. that oh you're just in your emotions and so mm-hmm. oh, if yeah, you're oh saying yeah that to somebody who's been emotionally neglected Ooh. that's almost like trauma it really oh, is what they're already thinking about themselves and none of us are perfect Ooh. but the right, process right. is about not being okay and so wow. that means for me, it's exhausting to be turned on Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. eight to five. You know what I'm saying? We're adults, right. we're supposed to adult, but at the same time, we're human beings with e- complex emotions and thoughts. And, you know, talk about the pandemic. A lot of people are de- dealing with loneliness and sadness and, you know, death, and we need a mm. safe place to land. We don't need to be saying right. things like, oh, just pray about it. Yes, we know we need to pray. Right. Me, I pray, praying grounds me so I can problem solve. But mm-hmm. if my mind, like, when the brain is 
overstimulated with emotions and you're not regulating mm -hmm. and dealing with your emotions, you don't problem solve well. That's research. Right, right. And if we want to talk about scripture, we take our thoughts captive. But mm -hmm. even that, you have to get crafty in that. You can't just wake up and start taking thoughts captive. Come you on gotta now. Have to really, really work at it. And so, mm. um, yeah, we, we, you know, all of us, we, we just, you know, need to be a little considerate one to another and, you know, not telling people, oh, you just in your feelings about this. Well, you want to get around your safe people who can want right. to acknowledge you going through something. They can validate your experience, your feelings about mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. problem solve. So you right. definitely gonna have to find people who are non-judgmental. Come on. Who know you, who understand you. Right. Um, and here's the other thing about finding your safe place and your safe person. You wanna find a support group because mm -hmm. sometimes we will have just that one person we learn to trust and that's it. Come on. So that one person may be busy. I liken right. that to, uh, you know, when you are having a procedure, maybe mm -hmm. like a surgical procedure, your doctor consults with a team of people. He just doesn't make Come one on. decision and say, oh, I'm going to do this. Come and, on. Because your primary physician is not the surgeon. He's not the internist. He's not the, you Come know, specialist. He's not all those people. So we need a team of people wow. around us who have our file to say, oh, that's my girl. She needs me, you know, um, and that's, you know, when, when, when we are with our safe people, like that's not the time to be, you know, judgmental and right. emotions. Oh girl, you need to get mm -hmm. it together. Oh mm -hmm. girl, just praise your way out of that. Yes, that's true. Mm -hmm. And it praise does help, but people mm -hmm. need to mm -hmm. tools. When we come to the body of Christ, we give our souls to Christ. We give our life to Christ. But we fail to realize a lot of times we don't have tools like problem solving. We don't know how to reach out for help. And again, going back to when we shut children down as children, they don't learn how to regulate. And a lot right. of those people develop anxiety and, you know, we don't reach out for help for fear of judgment. Uh -huh. So that, you know, that's just this feel that I had to, you know, talk about this, your safe people and uh, your right. safe place and, um, you know, what that should look like. You need a team of people, a team that you can, you know, talk with. Um, and you don't have to talk with them all at one time. It can just mm -hmm. Yolanda Monday about mm -hmm. the situation that happened. And you might talk to your other friend about something else. But you want people who are also... Um, emotionally regulated, you know, that mm -hmm. they're not taking your stuff personal. <laughs> right. Um, you're trying to make a decision and now they're making your problem theirs and now they're ready to go down there and beat the people up. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to yes. leave this space, you know, because mm -hmm. sometimes we mm -hmm. do need a, a real good hug or we need to be coddled. Right. We need to just say, you know what? You got a right to wow. feel what you feel. Come, that's right. That part right there. That part right there. And then you know, and you get somebody with a with you know that you can say, um, it's okay to say you're not okay. Um, and and, and you can be honest with them, and then they they can say, like you said, validate your emotions and just say, I understand why you are upset. Okay, but if you understand why I'm upset, can can you help me get to that place where I know how to, uh, I don't know if this is the word, articulate my feelings or my emotions. Mm -hmm. Tell me what I can do to express myself but not um, overreact, you know, yes. because I am going through something. Because when you say it's okay not to be, it's okay to say you're not okay. But what about people that don't know that they can say, they, they, can, they don't have an outlet to say I'm not okay when they're trying to hold it in. And when they do let it out, it explodes because they have been holding it in. And, and and now they have all of these emotions coming out at one time because they did not know that they 
had an outlet where they can say it's okay not to be okay. You know, you don't have to always act as if everything is perfect and you're fine when you're not mm-hmm. fine. It's obvious that you've been going through things and it's good to have someone that can validate your emotions and your feelings and say, yes, you know, it's it's um you're you're accurate in how you feel, but you should not have responded like that. And this is something that you could have done. And this is a yes. way that it could have been handled. Because a lot of times I did not um share what I was going through, I would hold it in because I feel like it was petty. I feel like I should throw it to the side or it's not, you know, I shouldn't deal with it or what if it happened again, but then I go home and I'm angry. You know why I'm angry? Because something happened and I did not say anything about it. I did not address it. I did not deal with it. And I went home and then when something happened, because I, I was not okay, I was not okay. Something happened and I did not say anything about it when the opportunity came again for that person to say something to me even if it was a little mindless or something because that I missed that opportunity and I should I should have addressed it before but I didn't took it home with me now I'm waiting for opportunity to come and when it presents itself again I don't care how well a form it was in I just I just went off just went off because I wasn't okay and we have to be able to be mature enough to, to say I'm not okay I did not like how they handled me and somebody can say well tell me what happened that's the next thing like if you say it's okay to say I'm not okay well let's talk about it what happened you know and you need someone who who's mature enough to be able to hear you out to hear you about the spirit not hear everything that you're saying because sometimes people don't know how to express themselves without using profanity they don't know how to express themselves without being loud and aggressive and you have to hear past all of that noise and just hear them by the spirit and say I understand I hear what you're going through. You're right. They should not have done that. You know, and I understand what you're saying, but how you handled it, that wasn't right. Let me tell you, you could probably, you probably should have done this and that would have, you know, made things better for you and you were able to still get it out. So next time something like that happens, you know, you try this and, and try that or do this and do that and see if that'll work. And that's what my issue was. Um, when, when I'm saying I, it's okay to say I'm not okay because I will let stuff build up and I wasn't okay because little mm-hmm. things just happen and people would do little minor petty stuff to me and I don't like when people do little minor petty things I don't like small things because I feel like if you deal with the small things big things won't happen once the big things happen it's like okay we just have to move on from here you know because those little little things like that begin to add up it's the straw that breaks the, that breaks the camel's back it's those small itty bitty things that you let go and just keep letting go and keep letting go and I will let little things go 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 and now they said that was paid why did you say anything about that I said because I see where that's going to be a problem in the future so I have to address it now and I'm not okay with what just happened I have to say something to them to that person not go to everybody else but I need to go to that person but just in case my attitude is not right I can go and talk to someone and tell them what happened and I need them to be mature about it and to tell me correct me if I'm wrong you know Know, it helped me to know how to go talk to the person because I'm going to them and I need to I need to deal with that situation with that particular person and I don't want them to look at them any different don't be funny towards them you know because I came to you with this issue about them I don't, I, this is my issue not yours so I'm just coming to you with my situation I have with them and I just need to be mature enough to hear this and if I acted out in some way help me out you know and if you know that I'm irrational you know that I'm emotional you know help me to be able to bring that in don't judge me don't be talking about, oh that's just her she's just so emotional she always going on she always crying all this and then third help me out you know what my issue is help me i don't talk about me you know so i mean i just i just love god and 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 for us to get to that place when we say we're not okay especially women of god they hold positions in ministry. Men of God who hold positions in ministry and they have went through things as a child. And now that they are doing things in ministry, doing things on their job or what have you, and things are happening and they want people to think, oh God, you know, I don't want to come off negative. So they don't express themselves and talk about the things they're going through in life because they want people to look at them as this powerful anointed woman of God, powerful anointed man of God and everything is hunky door when it's not. You know, but we have to be to a place where we can just be honest with ourselves and say, I'm not okay. Yeah. I'm not okay. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, and, you know, just even with that, you know, again, because people may not be able to articulate it. And um, mm-hmm. I was, you know, talking about with children because I'm, I'm there and I do, you know, work with adults as well. But, um, you know, just 
sometimes you got to give people the words to say. And here's an right. I remember um, talking with someone. I could always tell when they were going through things. I wouldn't mm-hmm. see them post for a while. They wouldn't answer their phones and all of that. Mm-hmm. And their mindset was always, um, I'm good. It is what it is. Right. Okay? I and heard so that. While I need to respect the boundaries and all of that, we're in a friendship, a relationship. Right. Right. And right. so sometimes when people have been emotionally neglected or emotionally shut down, they want to reach out. They don't know how. They mm. want to tell you. Right. They want to express their needs. They don't know how. So I remember sharing with the person. I say, you know, you can just say now is not a good time. Mm. As opposed to shutting people out. You can right. say, oh my. Yeah, oh you, my. you can say, I'm struggling with something right now. I just need to gather myself, gather my thoughts. And then in terms of, you know, salvaging and 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 maintaining a relationship, that'll give me the space to say, okay, I need to pray for her. Right. Because here is what happens when you have that behavior pattern. Now it's become toxic. Mm-hmm. Because you're right. shutting down, you're shutting people out. Woo, then come on. Three, three weeks later, you show up on the scene like it's hey, come glory. on. Come and on. so we don't know what to do with that all the time. We're not judging them. Right. But this is about all of us being okay. Because here's the other oh. part. While they are experiencing the trials and traumas of life, we mm-hmm. gotta be okay with them saying, I don't need your help right now. Right. But we do Ooh. that by spending time with one another, that when we mm-hmm. do have our challenges, that we can be honest. And for me, that's what a lot of people lack. A lot of people mm-hmm. have it, but there are a lot of people who don't have it. And so one of my things I love talking about, I was sharing with one of my friends at church, I said, we got to cultivate a safe space. Mm-hmm. for people to be able to land and say, you know what? Remember I was sharing, mm-hmm. sharing with you on the last podcast. When I got that phone call, it was traumatic. And I had right. to pull over. I had to pull over. Right, right, right. And the first person called to my mind, because I do have several people that I reach out to when I am not well. Mm-hmm. Right. I have one that will flat out say, uh-uh, uh-uh, you need to stop crying. And I have one that will say, that, that's hard. That, mm-hmm. That's hard. And I have one that don't say much. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody don't have it. And then a lot of people do have it. But for those who don't, you know, giving them the words to learn to ask for what they need. You know? It, I mean, we're in a pandemic. Everybody's right. having challenges. But you know what? Right. I've seen so many people have so much grace towards one right. another in right. terms of what they're going through. Um, mm-hmm. But the biggest thing is to have somebody to go to. Right. Know? Okay. And that not part. just having yeah. one person, but having a team of people, like I was saying earlier. Uh, right. Wow. Because if you have a team, you have, you know, um, some perspective you can you can have people that you can talk to that like you said you got one that's straightforward and so you just have to stop crying do you have that one that said oh that was hard do you mm-hmm. have that one who said I'm just a great listener I, I love I love how you said that you know okay you're gone for weeks at a time you're not answering you're not you know um, letting us know what's going on with you you know what do we know what to pray for we don't know what you're going through um, I, I've, I've had people that do me like that and 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 you I'm sitting up here I call them they don't answer the call I text they don't respond back and I said that is just so blankly disrespectful they need to be taught how to respond and just say I'm going through something right now I don't, and I don't feel like talking about it right now but just keep me in prayer you know give me give me a target area you know say I'm just it's my family you don't have to go into details but respond back like I, I really do not like when I'm calling someone or calling
calling them, calling, checking on them, or texting, messaging them, reaching out to them, asking other people. And they can clearly see that I'm asking around this for people to tell me how they're doing, or I'm sending messages to them to check on them and no response. And then like you said, then you come back and it's like, are you crazy? You're acting as if everything is fine, but you ignore me for like two or three weeks. And I called you, texted you, emailed you, messaged you. Then I had people to go to your house to call you, text you, you know, and you still don't have the decency and the respect to call and text me back because you're going through something and you started ignoring people. You know, you need to learn how to, you know, to um, go through things and get taught, but don't shut completely down and shut everybody off and then then you want to come back and act as if everything is fine because now things are good things are okay be mature enough to say I'm not okay right now but I have a lot of things on my mind and I'm, I'm I don't want to talk right now but um I call me back you know next week or call me back later tonight call me back you know tomorrow or later today or something but not to respond at all because you're going through it that is immature but you have people even adults that do that and it's like don't shut down you know you have people that's in your life that genuinely love and care for you and they want to they want to talk with you so they can pray you through you act as if you can't trust people or you shut down but it's obvious that you're going through something because who just sits there and ignores people phone calls and text messages and we know and we know that you're getting it because we've messaged you a messenger we can see when your little face pop up there messenger so we know you're reading the messages so we're saying what is going on with this person how do you just ignore us you know, and then what happens if we ignore you? What happens when you want to talk and you're happy and your life is going fine? You know, you you, you want to talk to everybody, but as soon as something happens, you back up. Is that how you do God? Is it is it because things are not going your way now? You retreat now. You, as long as things are good, you're good. But when things are bad, you're bad. You know, and so um, people need to be mature with that. I I have a I I just had to say that because mm-hmm. I I've had that experience with people that don't answer the call text message respond back and it just irritates me you know and i was like what is that you know what is that that you just you just shut off you just shut down you know and so just saying i'm going through something right now so y'all i gotta fast so you probably won't hear from me for a while or something but just respond and say something so we don't be worried about you you know because we're only really concerned and but then I get to the point where I just stop calling, texting you, and then here it is a month later, you come back to me and you want to have a conversation. And then now this now the conversation is odd and awkward. Cause I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. oh, you see, that's something. the reality of it. I don't mean to um cut you off. <laughs> Go ahead. The, um, you know, the reality of it that it's hurtful. It's right. Hurtful. Um, the word we're using now is toxic. It's it's toxic because now right you're dealing with your emotions part of it but here you know we want to you know stay focused because it is about empowering people who don't have the words or who can't articulate or who don't have the tools because there are a lot of people and I know you know we reference our faith and being Christians and everything but I still go back to we gave our lives to Christ yes we're anointed appointed and all these things but I don't have problem solving skills. I was sharing with a friend and mm. that happened. I was like, you know, I well, I've been praying, you know, that if God will send me help, that he send them as problem solvers and they have a level of emotional intelligence. Now, we know life happens and there are some things that can flat out knock us on our bottom. Right. You know, and those are those times that we need to say, hey, this happened, you know, this is what's going on. But that's after you, you've put these things into practice, you've had some, you know, you're getting some tools and stuff, but people who do that don't necessarily have the tools because they did, if they did, then they would text you and they would say, hey, sis, going through something, blah, blah, blah. But again, you know, this is, you know, what we're addressing, you know, the people who struggle with articulating you know, their emotional well-being, their mental health issues, and we want to empower them to lean towards, you know, help. And a lot of people just don't ask for help because, again, they don't want to be judged. Um, right. As a child, I had a single mother. So I saw my mom do everything. 
the only time I've seen my mom really cry, I was, I've seen my mom cry two times. I saw my mom cry, I was about seven or eight years old, when, you know how when, you, when your parents go shopping for Christmas, they'll take your stuff and go hide it at a neighbor's house or a relative's house. Mm-hmm. Well, she hid our stuff at a relative's house and on Christmas morning, we didn't have anything because somebody stole it from the relative's house. Oh, and my, my mom really goodness. cried, but I remember sit, standing by the tree just oh. look, looking at her because it was foreign to me. Now we cried, oh my goodness. but we need to be able to see the adults and oh. not be upset. We need to see them cry so we'll know what to do with those emotions. And that's a lot right. of why people shut down and don't reach out because they don't know what to do with those emotions. They don't know what to do with the feelings. And so one of the things I teach my kids is feel your feelings. Feel your feelings. Let's talk about what happened before the feelings came on. Because a lot of times we can be looking through hurt lenses and we'll take what somebody did and think they meant it for harm. But because mm-hmm. we are offended and we're hurt, mm-hmm. you know, and we're looking through these distorted lenses so i teach my kids to talk let's do perspective feeling how do you think that feels if he hits you how do you think that feels if he came over and took your toy because we have to teach kids how to be responsible for their behaviors and so what you're saying is you want this person to be responsible for their behavior so you might need to say to them what you do I know you don't mean to do what you're doing, but it really hurts me to see you going through that. Now, the person that's going through it, chances are, because I've been there before, I didn't want to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how to tell anybody I was hurting. And so when I saw that those things were hurting the people around me, I learned to, to get my words together. I started talking. I'm a great writer. I'll write you a love letter in a minute. <laughs> But I also write out, you know, because sometimes we have so mis we have misunderstandings and we know we have to have these hard conversations. But I think there is so much beauty and reconciliation and redemption. It is amazing because we grow and we learn to have this mutual love and respect for one another when we can get to that point of saying, you know, Yolanda, you know, I know you meant well, but that's not the way I took it. But it takes work. It, it takes work. I know we talk about the marriage takes work. Relationships take work. Relationships right. job, they take work. I remember my supervisor recently sent something and I got triggered. I immediately wanted to fire back in that email. I read the email. I closed the email. I went home. I prayed. When I came back, I didn't even have to email her because she had come to me. You know, I apologize because I didn't know this, this and that. And I got to thinking about the email I sent you and why she's talking in my heart. I'm saying, Lord, thank you. Cause I just mm-hmm. dodged a bullet, <laughs> but you know, um, yeah, people, you know, they have to feel empowered. And I know it's hard Yolanda because we are helpers. We are lovers. Mm-hmm. And we want people to be okay. But Mm -hmm. we also have to be okay with them not asking for help. And because we love them, we say, hey, I'm here if you need me. And that way you can pray for that person and you can let go of that emotional part because it will make you upset. It will make you angry because in my mind, I'm saying, now you know I love you. Now you know I'm here for you, but guess what? It's not about me. This is their stuff. And they just need us to say, hey, I understand, it's okay. You know, take as much time as you need. And I'm not just saying that, Yolanda. I have too had to put these things in action. Because if I didn't, now I'm all emotionally vested and they don't know what shutting down is doing to me but i had to cut myself away from that and still love them while they're going through their stuff even though it's toxic but you know that that's that's just the reality you know of it you know i know we want um people to be mature and do all the things Mm -hmm. but 
again, sometimes they just don't have it, Yolanda. <laughs> and, right, and we right. have to give people over to grace. <laughs> right. Just like we needed grace. Like we got to <laughs> give them over to grace. Right. And hey, I am here for you. Um, and then when they are doing well, that's the time to get in there because the door is open. When they're oh, yes, driving and hey, yes, queen, and we're doing hey. things, and you be like, girl, come hey. over here. Now, what was wrong with you when you um, yes, disappeared uh -huh. for three months? <laughs> right. And I was texting and calling you. You didn't respond. Yeah. You know, is everything okay? Is it everything better now? Because, honey, I was concerned. I was worried. Mm -hmm. And you didn't answer, honey. I almost called 911, honey. Put a report mm -hmm. out on you. But I just know you was just, you just didn't want to be bothered. But whenever you get like that, just let me know. You know, I'll yeah. back off or something. But I didn't know what to think, you know. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, it's it's good that you you know that you that you mentioned that. But I, before we get off the off this podcast, okay, um, you was you was talking about emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a, a, the definition or or just tell us what emotional intelligence is? What does it do? What is what does it look yeah, like? Yeah, just in layman's terms, it's just understanding that we're emotional beings. And our experience is not the absence of emotions. Like you got people just think they're just so just, oh, that don't faze me. It's acknowledging that we're emotional beings. We understand our emotions and we put them in context. Context means we make sense of the emotion and we respond mm -hmm. Somebody's mm. over there screaming in a restaurant you get triggered because it's like, ooh, that's too loud. Y'all will sit y'all baby down. I've even gone over sometimes like, hey, you guys need some help. I got a toy, got some crackers, got some, you know, something. But it's not blaming other people for how you feel. We need to be able to examine our own emotions, label them. I am mad. It made me mad when you said um, I'm in my feelings. So that's emotional intelligence. Just saying, right. acknowledging the feeling, you know, validating yourself. I got a right to be upset, but you don't have a right to go and yell at those people. You have a right to address it. Right. But you don't have a right to go yelling. You don't have a right to, to have a list of something, everything somebody's done. And then you come to them and say, oh, you did this, this and that. You know, so, you know, I, I hear people talk about emotional intelligence and it's not about not having emotions because there is a group. <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I'm unbothered. Well, that's okay. I'm bothered. And I want you to know I'm bothered by that because I'm right. in relationship with you. And I think that's how we grow. And that's how we learn to be safe with people, learn to be safe enough to say, hey, I'm not good, doing good, Yolanda. I'm I'm not okay today. I'm not okay today. And it opens the door mm -hmm. for me to come in and just ask a question, like, "What's going on?" You know, yeah. I may not even have, listen, and I may not even have an answer. I may not even I may not can't solve your problem because maybe it's something financial, maybe something going on in your family, maybe you know, and, and it's and it's nothing I can do about. But I have a listening ear, and just you and you venting, getting it out, talking about it, you just feel so much better because that's a lot of times that's what people want. They just want to vent. They just want to get it out. They want to yes. talk about it. And and when they get this, I just feel better. Like my situation is still the same, but just talking to somebody, we know we should talk to God and we should take it to God. But it does a it does a soul good when you can confess your faults to sin one to another. Mm -hmm. It is good when you can just open up to somebody who's mature mm -hmm. enough to be able to handle what you have to say. You know that can handle what you have to say without taking that what you're talking about and gossiping about you. Like, oh, that was some good stuff. That was gossip. That was juicy. No, it was not. I'm pouring out my soul to you. Mm -hmm. How would y'all dare you take what I've confided in you and told someone else about? That's why a lot of people don't share things, you know, because they don't know who they can go to. Yes, and that's I'll, it, Yolanda. This is good. That's it. This, 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 is, this, was, this was good. I enjoy this podcast. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. I, I look I look forward to you coming back. You know I got to invite you to come to come back again. Okay. And um I'm just we'll we'll come up we'll come up with our with our, with our next topic because I would like to um um call it this talk about it. 
let's let's mm-hmm. let's let's talk about you know that thing that bothered you um oh, that no. thing that you wanted you felt like you needed to hold it in and keep it a keep it a secret what happens in the house stays in the house you know mm-hmm. let's talk about that thing that you dealt with as a child that you feel like you have to tell people um you know i'm okay and and really it's okay to say you're not okay let's talk about that thing how why did you get to the point where you want to keep things a secret and you don't want to talk about it and you shut down what is that mm. let's talk about it let's talk about that so that's what we're gonna call we, that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna talk about Dixie. let's talk about it let's talk about let's talk about that thing that is holding you bound where you're not you're not well you're not emotionally well. You're not mentally well. You're not spiritually well. You're just not, you're not well. And, and you won't tell anybody that I'm not okay. You just, you won't say that. It's like, it's hard for you to tell people I'm not okay. You know, but it, it, it shows in your actions. Mm. It shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it mm. comes out. Mm. So, I, I, oh my goodness. I thank you for this podcast. It was therapeutic for me. And I know it's going to be a blessing to somebody who's listening because we had a lot of little nuggets that came out of this podcast, a lot of little nuggets. And somebody's going to be listening to this podcast. And they're going to be like, oh, that blessed me. I'm waiting to hear what next week is. And so I'm waiting. I'm, um, I mean, you have so much insight, so much knowledge. You have a wealth of knowledge and information. I mean, Um, your niche that is definitely your niche of how you pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce it. niche, niche, niche. Um, but that's it. This is definitely your area. Um, so thank you again for You're getting welcome. on this podcast with me. I look forward to next week and um, I will talk to you later. But before yes. we go, is there anything that you would like to say before we end this podcast? Um, thank you for you know bringing me on. And if there is anyone who's struggling with any, um, you know, just issues that you think are beyond your control. You know, mm-hmm. again, I always recommend talking to your physician. Um, definitely talk to the people in your circle. Um, most of my circle consists of, you know, Christian people who fellowship with me, um, mm-hmm. my co-workers. Um, you know, there there are there's a lot of help. One of the, right. the first um, resources I can think of is um, it's a mental health, a 24-hour crisis line. If you feel like you're in a crisis and things are just out of control, you know, you can call 1-800-273-TALK and you can just Come call on. me and say, I'm not doing well. I right. need to talk. And they will connect wow. you to other resources. So, wow. And there's help out there. There is help so you don't have to, like you say, suffer in silence. And it's okay not to be okay. That's good. Hey, hey, I, I, I'm about to call you Doctor Carisha. <laughs> Girl, I'm, I'm about to call you Doctor. I mean, this is good. This is good stuff. This is good. So, um, thank you so much, and thank you, you for welcome. this information that you provided. All right, kings and queens, this ends our podcast. Thank you for listening, tuning in. I'm your host, your Queen Yolanda Mitchell, and our guest Carisha uh, Newby. She'll be back next week. Peace and blessings, kings and queens. Take care of yourself.